Hey, it's Jamie Moore here. You're very welcome to episode three of Ireland Away From Home, my brand new podcast. Now, over the last couple of weeks, we've been in America on episode one. We've been in England last week in the Championship League One and League Two. And this week, we're off to the Premier League. And I'm delighted to welcome Wolves and Ireland defender Matt Doherty to the podcast. Matt, good evening. How are you? All good, Jamie. Happy to be on your show. You hassled me for, what, four weeks now? Finally got me on it. Uh, probably six weeks, in fact. And hassle is a very unfair word. Invited. Well, well, you you did you did tell me that you would you wouldn't chase a bird as much as you've chased me to get me on. So I, I, I did say, say that, and it is true. <laughs> well, thank yeah, you for being true. here, anyway. No, um, no problem. So before we start, and I just wanted to clear this up. You played like how many games in England? Do you think how many professional games you played in England? Um, do you know the answer? Are you like? Testing? I know the answer. I know the answer. Um, let's assume the season gets finished uh, and, and the games don't get wiped off me, which I do not want because the goals will get wiped off me as well. <laughs> let's say, I think I've played close to 300. I'm not actually sure, but it'd be close what? to 300, I reckon. The answer is just under 300, sir. So well done. What was what it? To... Well, do you trust Wikipedia? Um... Well, have you got the stats in front of you? Just read out of which each club, because then I'll be able to rough guess it. Yeah, so I have less the laptop than 20, here. So... Le- less than 20 at Hibs. Yeah, 13. More than 20 at Barry. 17. Really? And how many at Wolves? Um, so that's 30. So at Wolves, it's over 250 anyway. It's about 255 maybe. 251. That's not bad from you. And I did not warn you about uh-huh. this question at the start. Well, no, because the last game I played, they said it was my 250th uh, or two games ago. So obviously I knew it wasn't going to be um, too far off that. I-, I thought that was my 250th start, though. So obviously I'm a bit behind than where yeah. I think I am. And while we're on this fun quiz, how many Ireland senior caps do you have? Oh, 11, I think. Oh, this says nine, but it is Wikipedia, so it might not be true. No, I think it's... Well, how, update- how updated is that? Has that got the last two in? Uh, well, it has talking about your brilliant goal against Denmark. Oh, well, it's more than nine, anyway. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, okay, I'm, just, maybe I'm just too. trying to. Maybe I'm just trying to add some in because I've got so little. Anyway, we're wasting time on stats, and the reason I ask you that is, why in God's name does every English commentator and pundit and TV presenter and radio presenter call you Matt Doherty? Because in England, the spelling for my name is C H. Um, that's just the, I think that's just the English way to spell it. So, hence they always say say Doc. And even even though they hear it, they they know that my name is D O H. I think subconsciously in their head they just they just see a C H. Um, and everybody's called me Doc since I can't even remember how long. It's been years and years. So um, I've never really corrected them. So everyone probably just thinks it's fine, and I don't mind. It's a little nickname that I have. So um, like it's not, not a big deal. I'm not I'm not that bothered by it. Because I'm correct in saying your nickname is The Doc. Uh, or just Doc. But it's just The Doc. Well, The Doc, Doc, The Doc. Um, no, I think, I think if people are referring to me in, in the media, they might say, like, I know Mick McCarthy used to call me The Doc. Um, but like, like the manager at Wolves will call me Matt. Um, and, and, and the lads will call me some of them will call me Doc some of them will call me Matt some, like some of the Portuguese might call me Matt so um, it's 
very very different times depending on the situation I guess it, well, it, it drives me insane and I would like him to look at the back of your jersey that says Doherty it's yeah, just I know, a small I thing get, I, get, I know but it, it, happen, it happens all the time and I actually get that a lot where people you know like when you see something and you see the comments like on, on an Instagram post or whatever or on Twitter and people are always saying can you find can somebody find please find somebody who pronounces his name right but even like um, even people that I know that are close to me will still say it wrong I guess they're just so used to people saying it saying it wrong all the time that they kind of like teammates and that when you hear them say it they still they still say it wrong not many people actually say it right yes well that's that's well hopefully they listen to this podcast and correct themselves anyway um you're wearing a red golf t-shirt for those who are listening to yeah. this podcast and Matt did tell me his wi-fi was crap and it is crap he sounds great but he's a bit blurry on screen I can see the sunburn I can see the beard and the, the kind of short hair you've been playing a bit of golf recently mm-hmm. and I've seen you back running in the Wolves training ground arriving and, and doing yeah. a bit of individual training so uh how have the last couple of weeks been? You know, I'm going to talk mainly in your career, but in terms of coronavirus and back yeah. training and keeping fit and all that. Yeah, well, we came back last. We came back last Monday for individual training, um, and like it's fine. I guess you, you, we didn't have to wear our wolves kit in for the first week. You can kind of just come in, wear what you want, do your do your work, and get off. But at least we had a coach there who was telling us what like what running to do. Like you can run at home and you can think you're doing the right things, but then. At least, at least at the training ground, you know you're doing the right things. You know you're doing the right. You're warming up properly, etc. Um, so, like we've been back last Monday, but golf courses have been open since last Wednesday. So we had two days training, and then I've been straight into golf. Played every day since, um, except didn't play yesterday because we had training at five. So yesterday was the start of group training. So we played with training in fives, um, and 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 today also so we've just been kind of getting back together still no contact but um you're back in your training kit every like everything feels a little bit normal now um i think it's probably be next week before we're able to play small solid games and actually have some contact with each other but it feels good to just kind of be around the lads and still a little bit of a distance but not too much like you can still talk to people do you know what i mean um but i have been playing golf every day that is true almost yeah. every day yeah, there was a really good video on the Wolves YouTube the other day of, you know, the individual training. And at the very start, it showed like what seemed to be like a coronavirus testing center at the training ground. And I know you've yeah. got, you know, you know, a couple of young kids and your missus and stuff. Um, so in terms of the testing and, you know, getting back to contact training and eventually getting back to football matches, what's your thoughts on that? Look, like where we're working is going to be the safest place you can possibly be. Um the amount of work the staff are doing in terms of disinfecting everything um you're getting tested twice a week my girlfriend's been has been tested and she came back negative um so look where we're going to be nobody's going to have the virus um everybody's got their masks on staff wise everyone's got their gloves on so for us it's kind of a no-brainer to go back to training because um like i just said it's probably the safest place you can be and and I guess you want to get out of the house, though. You want to get back to work. You want to kind of start start preparing yourself. I think we're we're looking at mid June to maybe slightly later in June to restart. So you have to get back training and get back at it at some point, don't you? Yeah. And have you guys been told about like when the season will be back? Will the whole squad, will the whole league be in quarantine in hotels and stuff for that six weeks? No, I don't. It's not got that far in terms of the conversations. I think, or maybe it has, and we just haven't been told. Um, I don't. I heard on the radio yesterday that they were not too keen on everyone being in hotels because um, I don't really know why that was, but I think it was more of a case of 
why can't we just go home and be and be with our families and stuff after after we train after we we get all the tests done um as long as you're honest i guess as, as long as you're honest with your with your teammates and 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 the staff um about what you've been doing um do you know what i mean so like if you're honest and say oh this is what i've this is where i've been this is what i've done um i don't, I don't think anybody would have a problem going home um i don't think there's necessarily a need to to stay in hotels hotels for another week and you're kind of just in in a mini lockdown again aren't you of course, yeah, and like you guys are six in the Premier League, Matt, in, in your second season back up, it's remarkable when I was looking through that, it was yeah. only last season that you guys actually, you know, came back up and nine matches left, five points off the Champions League places and in a battle with probably five or six teams for the top six for the Europa League, so I'm not sure how it would work out for you guys if it did go to points per game, if the league was scrapped, but yeah. why do you want to finish it? I want to finish because we've got a possible chance at Champions League. You've got to remember Man City have been banned for, for now, so fifth place could get you Champions League. And whatever the table says, how many points are we off fifth? Not that many. Couple, two points, one point. Uh, off fifth. Well, you're five five points off fourth. I'll check fifth for you now because I hadn't actually thought of the Man City. Yeah, and we played Chelsea the last and, and we played Chelsea the last game of the season. So there was a lot to play for, and we're still in the Europa League. So I mean, we had all sorts of possibilities and and positive possibilities that could have happened towards the end of the season. So. Um, for me, I really want to finish because it was looking like it was going to be a really exciting uh, finish. You're two points behind United and they're fifth. Yeah, exactly. And like I, and fifth might get you in the Champions League this year. Um, I suspect that it, it probably will. So, look, all to play for. I know there's teams behind us and stuff and we have to play like the likes of Sheffield. We have to play Chelsea away. So, we still have to play Arsenal, Arsenal at home. Um and I know there's going to be no fans on the ground and it probably takes away home advantage and stuff like that. But it's our job at the end of the day. It's what, we, it's what we've dreamt of as kids to be able to play professionally in, in the what I think is the best league in the world. So why would we not want to get back out there? So tell me about the behind closed doors game away to Olympiacos, which was one of the last games yeah. you guys played. It was a 1-1 draw in the Europa League last 16. It was the last was, game, yeah. Yeah, I, I watched the match in the pub having a couple of points with my mates and I did not think for a million years that that would be one of the last football matches that I was going to see for months and months. And it was weird and the pub had no sound on so we couldn't hear. But for you guys, yeah. you watching the Bundesliga at the weekend, playing in a big stadium with nobody there, what was that like? Look, it wasn't great at all. Like, it was a bit echoey, but they had about, I think they had like 80 ultras in the stadium, actually. Um, you know, like, you know, like, the, the, when delegates get their tickets and stuff like that, I think they just handed them out to the, some hardcore fans. So, there was actually a little bit of noise in there um, when they scored and stuff like that. So, it's it's not ideal and it doesn't benefit anybody. But, like, if this is what we have to do for a short period of time, you don't mind. If it was, if it was like this for maybe two years, then you'd start to think, oh, well, like that's that's not going to be good for anybody. But it's a short, hopefully a short period of time when we have to do this. Um, we kind of just have to bite the bullet on it and just get it done. If that's if everybody everybody wants to finish, I know I know there's people who don't want to finish finish the league, not on our team, but just on on, on other teams. So um, look, I, we don't have we don't have a problem because we want to go back and play. Um, so for, for us playing empty stadiums, it's going to be weird, and but I don't necessarily have a problem with it. So, Matt, I can't wait to chat now for the next little while, just about your life as a Premier League footballer and, you know, how life is in yeah. England. So, you might just give us an overall answer to, if I ask you, what is life like for you, a Dubliner, an Irish person who moved to England probably eight, nine years ago now and is, you know, a top Premier League player? Almost What's your life 10, like? yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got two, I've got two kids now and um, I've obviously got a girlfriend here. I've got two and a half year old, one and a half year old, so... 
ever since ever since kind of she's been pregnant with the first one with Naya um your life changes I guess I was kind of oh just coasting along in in the in the championship before before Nuno Nuno came along um I don't know if coasting is the right word actually but just in a t- we were in a team that was not going up or down never really and um was nothing nothing re- was really happening exciting nothing was going on I didn't look like I was going to like move anywhere really um so ever since so the manager came in then and then obviously I had my daughter not long after that and that kind of just gave me a little I don't know like a little boost or or a little wake up call to um to really have a go at it because you've got you've got another person in your life you've got another mouth to feed you know what I mean um so it did whatever whatever it did it gave me a little wake up call and um Ever since the manager came in, obviously he's improved me a lot. I've obviously worked myself uh, on myself on my own on body and fitness, and um, kind of ever since then it's kind of been not not smooth sailing, but like it's been all we've all all been going in the right direction, all been going in a positive direction for me personally. Um, I've, I've not had many many downs. I guess the only down we really had was. Uh, the FA Cup semi-final when we played against Watford when we were two and a half, but like 15 minutes to go, that took us. That took me, f- well, like a month to fully get over. Like I was, we, I was playing games and then um, like I was just, just like in in a game, just deflated, still thinking about what happened a few weeks earlier. Um, so look, it's been unbelievable two years. You've seen, you sure you've probably followed my career more closely than. Then loads of people, but then maybe just as closely as some of my as my family, um, because I know what you're like checking up on stuff all the time. Um, so you can see the difference between now. But you tell me, what's the difference between me between me two, three, four years ago and and now? Well, yeah, just to give people background, uh, me and Matt know each other since you're fifteen, fourteen. Well. Who when when I went to Belvedere, you you were you were a year older, weren't you? So I went to Belvedere when Derek O'Brien was the manager. We yes. had like Sean Skelly, Lee Swords, Craig Sexton and Goal, Danny Joyce at the time, and Nick Corcoran playing left back. I don't I don't leave anyone's name out who have played it. Who else is there? Oh, you're not gonna remember everyone. Well, yeah. Yeah, they were they were they were kind of the main main players at the time. So so under under fifteen then? Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Mm. Matt was playing for Home Farm anyway and signed for Belvo and I was coaching with one of my dad's teams or helping out I was only a couple of, I'm only a couple of years older than Matt and I ended up being involved with Matt's team for a little bit and uh, you know your dad Tom and your whole family and stuff at all the games and your sisters and everything and your mum and dad and, and then you moved to Bowes and the famous story of playing in that friendly match with Mick McCarthy signing you yeah. and you signed for, signed for Wolves 250 games later as we said the loans at Hibs and Bury and, and stuff like that as well um, so that's where you've come from you've come from playing as a kid in Dublin in Fairview Park and stuff for Belvedere to be yeah. a player who played and played for his country and scored for his country and all that sort of stuff. So that's where you've come. Um, in terms of where you've come in the last couple of years, I didn't watch an over, over huge amount of games in the championship because they were on at awkward times, three o'clock on a Saturday on TV and stuff. But like, yeah, you're, and you're, they're you're, not you're, always on TV. Yeah, but you're playing every week for a Premier League top six team. You're scoring in European games. You're scoring big goals against Man City's and Liverpool's and so on. So like, you must be very happy yeah. with where you are now, like. Oh, of course. If if you're not, if you're not, if I couldn't be happy now, where where I've come to from the last few years, and when are you ever going to be happy? I know you always want to. You always once you get there, you always want to try and do more. Then don't you? You want to always try and achieve more. 
Um, but just like just on a personal point of view, I guess I'm just proud to have survived through the whole time. Like a lot of managers have changed, um, owners have different styles of play, just different philosophies. And um, I think I'm obviously the longest serving there. I think now at the moment, and and Connor Cody's probably not that far behind me a few years. Um, but we speak about it. We'll speak about it because we sit beside each other on the bus and that. And we just think, oh, like how how great is this now? Look from where from where we were to playing at home and like getting booed off at times and playing half half full stadium. So um, look, it's come a long way, and we've like a lot of people to thank for that above us in terms of staff and stuff like that because they kind of stuck with us and and kept the faith in us. When a lot and a, a lot of managers like when the manager came in, he didn't have to keep us. Do you know what I mean? There was a lot of changes at the time, um, but fortunately, fortunately, I always say that um, you must have seen something. I don't know what you saw in training because I'm not, not the best trainer ever. Um, that made them want to keep me. Yeah, like it's when you look back through, like from when you signed and you know when you went on on the loans. I think at a period, Wolves would have been in 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 League One for a little while, and and. You know, yeah, even before we I got relegated to League One. Yeah, okay. Dean Saunders, we had. Uh, I played, so I was on loan at Berry this season. They were in the Championship to get relegated, um, and then I come back in January and played the last fifteen games of the season. Um, I don't know if that coincides with us getting relegated. I don't think it was all my fault, but um, so I kind of experienced that nasty feeling of going down, and there was and the. At the time, we played with a couple of games to go. I think we played Burnley at home and might have lost. And that's when, I don't know if you know this, but when the fans were like trying to get into the into the changing rooms and, and, and kicking the dugouts through. Do you not, I don't know if you remember that. Um, no. But yeah, that actually happened. And I, I, was part of the, I was part of the team that was, I was obviously on the pitch and we got, and we got basically relegated that day. So um, I've been some, through real tough times at Wolves and, um, like even when we were in the championship, I wasn't. There was times when I wasn't even playing, and you're starting to. I remember Kenny Jack actually said to me at one point, he goes, "It's probably in mid December." He goes, "You can you can actually leave in January." Um, but then before January even came about, I was actually back in the team playing left back, um, and and I kind of played a season and a half at left back, which is kind of crazy when you think about it now. Couldn't even anything worse than going over to the left side. Um, so look, it's it's been like a ro- like proper roller coaster for me, um, and it's just been up and up and down for a while. But for the last few years, it's kind of just steadily, steadily going up. And um, look, it's the best it's the best feeling in the world. Uh, I'm I'm living my dream to to the fullest. Well, if you and Seamus Coleman, your mate, are both going to play for Stephen Kenny for Ireland, Matt, one of you's going to have to be left back, and unless he plays three five two, so don't rule it out, please, sir. Because that could be an important one for the for the boys in green. No, um, no, and the Stevens is, is the main is the main man at, at left back. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's having, he's having, he's he's had a great he's been having a great season. So um, I couldn't be happier for him. We were in Foss together. We went to Foss together in Cabra, and he was he was there as well. I know he was a few years older than me at the time, but um, we used to be on the same team playing five a side all the time. We used to have a great time. So uh, I've got a lot of time for him. Very good. We'll talk about Ireland in a couple of minutes. Um, Actually, you mentioned Foss there, Matt, and you might just flip us back yeah. before we talk about kind of the Premier League and stuff to like growing up playing football in Dublin. We mentioned you played for Home Farm and then for Belvedere for a couple of years and then on the Foss and Bowes. And like, when did you realise and, and, you know, what age were you when you started to think I can actually move to England here, I can actually become a footballer? 
Well, I started off playing at Sword, uh, Swords. Obviously, I'm from, I live in Swords. Well, no, I don't live in Swords. I'm from Swords. My family still lives there now. Um, so I played for Swords Celtic at the very start. So I only played a couple of games for them. Um, and I used to, so the games used to be on a Saturday. And I used to have to, so the only reason, I, the reason I played a couple of games is because every Saturday we, because my, my mum is Dutch, we used to have to go to Dutch class every Saturday. So I actually missed pretty most of the games. And I was only able to make a couple of games. Um, so that's the reason Dutch class for I don't know how long it was, and I can't speak a word of Dutch, so <laughs> I think that I think that was a bit was the waste anyway. But um, yeah, so then we went to Home Farm, and Home Farm is a proper it's a proper schoolboy club, isn't it? Like a like proper club. The setup is I thought it was fantastic at the time. Um, had a few year few years then, and kind of just went on to went on to Belvedere. They were top side at my age group, and um just the way that the way they played and, and, and the colour of the kit, the blue and um they didn't have the facilities of home farm, but there was just uh, you as you know, there's just something special about, about Belvedere, isn't there? Um and even though you've got no facilities, there's just something I don't know, appealing about playing in Fairview Park. Do you understand? Do you, do you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, I do. It's a, it's a weird thing is because it's just a pitch in a park, but I don't know if it's the name of it or something. Um but it was just yeah, no, I, as everyone knows, I went on. I did. I when I really thought I could do it was when I was going on all of them trials. Um, I went on a lot of trials, and I was thinking, oh, maybe like maybe if I, but I just never did well when I was away on trial. Like I've said this to my dad many times, just never was able to really perform. I don't know, really know why. Um, it is tough when you go away on trial, but you think with the amount of trials I went on. I would have been good off on one of them, but it just never really happened for me. And it's probably a blessing, really, because I worked with my dad for two years doing the carpet and upholstery cleaning with AquaDry, and um, that probably matured me a bit, made me grow up a little bit, maybe realise what what hard work was, because um, because that was tough, and I wasn't even doing I wasn't even doing like that much. I was just kind of just helping him. So it made me it made me realise maybe what I didn't want to do. So when I got the actual chance to go, there was no way I was, there was no way I was like going to be getting homesick. There was no way I was going to let up. There was, I was going to try and snatch that opportunity with both hands. Yeah. Very well expressed there. And like 10 years later, I was, I was reading a piece in the Guardian that referred to you as Wolves best player of the decade. And you spoke there about being at the club, the longest player and the number of games you've played and, and that sort of stuff as well. You've been in great form in the Premier League. You were, I think, nominated for player of the month in February and, some big goals, as I mentioned, and I think as well, you were on Instagram yourself recently saying, what a time to be a Wolf. How would you describe the last couple of years yeah. since promotion to the Premier League and, and the big games you've played in and, and just how well you've done in a team that's also done very well since promotion? Yeah, so like you just said, uh, the team the team that we have now is just, it's just a, like a joy to play in. You kind of, you just feel like you're in a big team. You know what I mean? Like, so everybody's got confidence. You know, you know you're kind of gonna play well. Um, you know that you're you're in a league, but you're not out of your depth. Do you know what I mean? Because um, I know when I first came into the Premier League, the first few games I just thought, "Wow, this is quick, um, like really quick." But it's just like anything. The more kind of more and more you get into it, the more you find your pace, the more you get into it, and you just kind of you always need that one game where you play really well and you just kind of realize yourself, yeah, like I like. I can do this. Um, but uh, this happened to me probably last season where uh, 
I don't know if we played West Ham away or Burnley at home first. Do you have that? Do you, would you be able to check that? Yeah, last we season. For West Ham, right at the start it was. West Ham away. Because you remember I scored that really bad on goal against Leicester away when I headed it from like the edge of the box? Correct. So, sorry, so I'm, looking for Wolves, like, I'm, I'm looking for Wolves Premier League results 18-19? Yes, yeah, so yeah. last season. Yeah, okay. At the very start. Did we play West Ham away or Burnley at home first? Uh, I don't know. You keep, talk, away, you, you keep talking there for a sec because I'm just trying to find it. Uh, bam, 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 bam. Fixtures. I think it was results, West Ham away. Results by match day. Uh, August uh, 18th, Everton. Everton at home. You drew 2-2. Then Leicester away. Lost 2-0. Yeah. Uh, Man yeah. City at home. Drew 1-1. And then West Ham lost 1-0 and Burnley won 1-0. No, we beat West Ham 1-0. Come on, Jamie. We're away from oh, home. So... Focus. Well, you should give me time to research. You should know your own football results. You play for the team. You should do the research. You're the one doing the podcast. <laughs> if I could show you my Word doc with all of my questions and stuff to ask you, you would see I've done the research. And I've had six weeks okay. to do it, as I said. Now, come on, finish your all story. Right, so... I don't want to waste any more time here. So anyway, um, that was that was the game where we played West Ham away and one 0 We won, we won in the ninety second minute or something. But that was the game where I really thought, yeah, I'm I'm capable of playing at this level. Um, and then we played Burnley after the, that was an international break. Then we played Burnley and I set, we won one 0 again and I set up the set up the goal. So that they, that was a real defining moment for me in that season where I really thought I was good enough and that I really had the confidence then after that. Um, and ever since then, really, I've not lost any confidence, even if I've not played great. And stuff like that through a period of a couple of games or so. Um, even up to now, the, my confidence has been like up here ever since then. Um, so it's just about getting that kind of belief at the start. Um, but you, like, I guess people they don't always get it. I guess I'm fortunate that um, there's not many wing backs at the club, so I was probably maybe given a bit more time to kind of prove myself. I don't want to talk too much in depth about, you know, the tactics of a three five two map because some people listening to this are just, yeah. you know, they'll be they'll be casual football fans. But like that position yeah. for you and, and being a right wing back and how well you've done in that system. Um, I mean, had you played three five two much before it was introduced by Nuno Espirito Santo at Wolves and how much do you enjoy that position and the freedom you have? Because you're you're almost like a winger really especially when you're attacking. Yeah. Yeah, look, I've ne- I had never really played it before, no. Um, I don't think many I don't think many people really had. Um, it was always a shape that was there, but I had never, no, I'd never played in it in a three-five-two like that that I can remember. Anyway, um, but for me, the position is absolutely perfect because, as you know, I love to like attack. Ever when I was growing up playing schoolboy football at home farm, I used to play like I used to play up front. I never really played fullback until I actually went to Wolves, and in that trial game at again Wolves, I played fullback. Before that, I was playing a lot at centre back. Um, yeah. I know, I know. I did play for your age group in the in that. Remember in that game at home farm was it against Crumlin? What what was that? That was the under fifteen All Ireland final, and that was against a brilliant Crumlin team, a, a great Belvo team, and that was yeah. You, you started that game. Did you start one, it late? No, won the game. Dave O'Connor, little doc. Do you remember? He's now the chief executive of Shelburne. He Jeez. scored the winner in extra time, three <laughs> two. I thought we lost the game. That is funny. no, won the game. Yes. So so I've won. So technically, I've won the All Ireland then. Yes, and that. That Crumlin team had Richie Tell, Connor Clifford, yeah. Andy Boyle. That was a good Crumlin team. They were great games. Yes, you won that match, you dope. And you won an All-Ireland Under-17. You won an All-Ireland Under-17 in Talca Park for Belvo against a team from Limerick in the white kit with the 98 FM logo on it. Went 1-0 down and yeah, won that yeah, match. Yeah, I remember that, but I was, on the be- I was on the bench. Did I come on? 
I'm sure you did. Oh, I, thought, I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, go on. Go on. You're telling well, me. I, start, I, start, I started the first. I started the first game anyway, didn't I? Yes. So I, was, I, could, I could play fullback a little bit, but you know, like I was a centre back really, wasn't I? Yes. Played a bit of centre mid, um, played a bit up front, played when I went Kennedy Cup and that I was playing right wing. So um, so anyway, back to the three to the three five two. It's for me like I so I love to attack and stuff like that. Um, but I'm not like a a winger. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not like I'm not going to run at you, drop step overs, and go to the line every time. Um, that's not really my game. I'm more of a like one two try and like deceive you by making clever runs and clever touches and stuff like that. Um, so look, I look, it gives me the freedom to go forward as much as I can. And there's times where he says, "Listen, I want you to be the highest player on the pitch at times." So he wants me to be high and wide, um, and like obviously I have to defend the back post. Still, that's that just comes with it. You still you have to be there to defend the back post. Um, but but you have to be at the back post the other end as well. It's not an, it's not an easy job. Like we we went we were training yesterday. We started the training yesterday in group training. Um, so we were doing a little bit of shape in a five and just like disguised running almost. And like I, re- I was really feeling it because we we hadn't trained like that for a while. Um, and the two wing backs and Agra on the other side. Um, when you seen the running stats today, we were like, way ahead of everybody else. Um, so it's not an easy position. You have to be fit for it. Um. But for me, um, it's just it just suits my game. It just suits my game perfect because there's times where you go forward and I, I don't get back that quickly. So like at times, and he just never really says anything. I think he just knows that it's part of we attack with five, as in the striker, two wingers, or whatever it is, the number ten, two strikers, um, and the two wing backs, and we defend with five in terms of the three centre backs and the two midfielders. Um, but of course, you have to defend your back stick, as every fullback knows, no matter what. Of course. Uh, Matt Doherty, tell me about Matt Doherty assists, goals and celebrations. Because you've had a few of those and you do enjoy a good Premier League goal and a good celebration. Celebrating comes from not knowing what else to do. Um, I think I think loads of people can relate. Uh, when you score a goal, that depend, I guess it depends on the scoreline, doesn't it? Um, and on how big the goal is it might even depend on the opposition uh, but like if you score a goal in the Premier League it's just I don't know what it is man it just feels so different like you gen- you genuinely feel like you've really had an achievement just because you know when you grow for your, when, as you're a kid and you watch um, like the Premier remember Premiership that used to be on RTE at like what time did you like 7 o'clock or something or 9 o'clock um, and you used to watch that and you just think wow imagine playing in that and then to even score goals, even score winners against some big teams. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to celebrate properly. Like, what am I going to do? Like, just put my hand in the air and just run back to the halfway line or something like that. Imagine. Um, so I like to just sometimes I'll just think and I'll, if it's wet out, I might do a knee slide, something silly like that, or else it's just got to be the airplane, doesn't it? It's just this, just a solid airplane. And uh, your next goal bonus, you're going to invest in better Wi-Fi because I know the next time we're going to chat, we're actually going to be able to see your uh, your sunburn face properly. Um, can you not see me? Uh, you oh, can, just have to use no, my voice. Can, can you see you? We can see can you. Can you hear me properly? You. We can hear you properly and we can see you all the time. And most of the time, like now, we can actually see you perfect. So we'll keep rocking on. Yeah, it's uh, the Wi-Fi. It's, not, it's just the area. I just don't know how to get better. I'm going to have to do something. Yeah, I, I don't know how many million you have, but just, to, you know, get some Wi-Fi. Come on, come on now, son. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, stadiums, Matt, uh, your debut in the Premier League was at Anfield against Liverpool back in 2011. Um, yeah. Like, 
you know, I'm not going to list off all the Premier League stadiums, but what is it actually like, particularly in some, maybe some of the away games against the bigger teams? I know you're an Arsenal fan. You love playing in the Emirates. I personally love Old Trafford. Like, tell me about playing in those big matches in front of, like, massive crowds. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, and this might sound a bit weird, but I'm not actually, a, like, that a stadium guy. Like, I'm not um, in awe of stadiums. Uh, like, every pitch is perfect. So, just... I know some stadiums really high, like Old Trafford. They're nice to play in, and the pitch does feel huge at some of these grounds. Um, but, but I think our our kind of record against the teams will suggest that we we kind of put that behind us, and we don't we don't even we don't even think about it. Um, our record against the, them type of teams is is quite good. So um, I, I I wish I could tell you that I was like taking pictures. Like I don't even have pictures, or like you know when people walk out to the pitch and take videos. Mm-hmm. I don't even have I don't I don't even really have any of them on my phone. Um, not even at not even at Arsenal. I just go out. So I'll get to the stadium. I'll just walk out. I'll have a look, have a little chat for a couple minutes. Just look around, see where like the away fans are sitting. See if, like if you've got family coming to the game. Um, I always like to see my family before I actually start the game, so I know they've got in and got the tickets and stuff like that. That's um, lovely. And, and that's and that's it. And then I'll just go and then I'll just go back in. Um, so I, I like. I'm not one into big stadiums at all, and I, you know my, one of the best stadiums actually as a favourite is actually the Aviva, and that's 20 minutes from 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 Zord. So, um, you know when you're coming over like a bridge on like when we went on the bus, you're coming over like a bridge at, on the way to the ground, and you look right, and you can just see the. Do you know what bridge I'm on about? In, yes, um, it's a, it's the bridge. It's a it's a bridge at the Grand Canal Hotel. On uh, is it? Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying you're, you're coming over the bridge because I actually saw the bus for the demo. And you look right, and yeah, you can just yes. see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah, the bus so comes up here. That's street probably whatever, where yeah. you think. Yeah, so that's that's the only time I think. Wow, like we're about to play in that. Um, like when we was traveling for the Denmark game, and I knew I was starting. You look there and you just think, well, and if that, like if that if that's not if that doesn't get you excited, um, not nervous, excited to go out and 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 play well because it's not a better feeling than when you go out in a big game like that and you actually play well. Um, you don't want to kind of fr- you don't want to freeze on the big stage or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the the Aviva was probably the one that, that got me. Okay, so uh, do you want your international uh, interview now, Matt, or do you want that last? And do you want the uh, Matt Doherty Ireland away from home quick fire round first? Which you, which do you want now? Two quizzes is it what? Two quizzes? It's not a quiz. It's just like some quicker questions because I want I want to talk seriously about Ireland and about Stephen Kenny and about the uh, Euros being moved and stuff. But I also have some more kind of quirky, lighthearted, quicker questions. So we're going to do both. Uh, which one do you want first? Uh, let's get the serious stuff out of the way. Okay. Uh, Ireland caps, you don't have enough of them. I think you know that. I think we all know that. Every time any Ireland manager for the last couple of years named a team, particularly Martin O'Neill and Mick McCarthy, and you weren't in it, Twitter erupted, Instagram erupted and stuff. Tell me about your Ireland career, the highs, the lows, and why you feel that you should have had more caps. Um, well, it's difficult because like, we have a great player playing in my position. Um, one of the best players that's been playing in the Premier League in that position for for years, ten what ten years probably, um, so like it's difficult. You're always on a personal level. You always, you always want to play. You always think that you can make a difference. And obviously, I was like, like I said, my confidence has been sky high for like two years now. So in that two years, you just want to play as much as you can. You just feel like you can make a difference. Um, so I, I, I am probably disappointed with the amount of caps that I have. But at the same time, maybe at the start, I was expecting to, to maybe 
play some minutes and play when maybe I shouldn't have been. Maybe I didn't necessarily have the right to think that at the time. Um, obviously, you're going to back yourself on your own thoughts, aren't you? To think, oh, I can play and I can, I can, I can, I can do that job. Um, but look, I I got on with Seamus like probably like best friends in, in the squad. Um, so I have so I have utmost respect for his, for his career and what he's done. And he's and he's still got loads loads of time left. So. Um, might be a case where we're fighting out for a few more years. Yeah, and like there's been lots of debate and commentary on you know the number of Premier League matches that you've played in and how well you've done and the number of you know career games you've had, particularly in the Championship and League One. And if you compare that to maybe other players in the squad, anyone else that's played that many games at that level has probably been in the team and you've just been in, in a position where you're competing with the captain and with someone who's as good as Seamus Coleman. And of course, the experiment in Gibraltar with you playing right wing that Mick McCarthy didn't seem to like and he, he's never really looked at your left back. So it's been hard, it's been a hard one for you, I'm sure. Yeah, and, and before that, like like even Cyrus, Cyrus Christie as well. Um, so there's, th- there's three of us there who can all play in the position. Um, all, all, we all probably bring like different, different things in that position. But like at the end, at the end of the day, there's there's only there's only so much you can do. You have to respect what the manager does. Um, it's, it's his decision at the end of the day, and you just got to get on with it. You got to get your head down. You got to keep playing well at club level, um, and hopefully a time comes. And and my time came against Denmark when I played. I know I was probably a bit sloppy for their goal, but I managed to get a goal back, and I thought I actually played quite well in that game. Um, so like maybe that maybe that was that was my time to kind of show if, what I could do and, and I feel like in that game particularly I was able to do that. Yeah, I think certainly when Seamus Coleman got that awful leg break, you know, that, that was maybe a time when people thought you, you might have got in and hopefully for the future you've got lots of years left in the legs. Tell me about the Denmark game, a sold out of Viva Stadium. I actually went to that game as yeah. a fan with a couple of my mates and uh, my little cousin Art who I know you gave boots and a jersey there which was a great gesture and um, that that sort of stuff but like Seamus was unavailable Did for that game. Did I get game. your ticket for that game? Uh, no, you got me a ticket for... I was I actually met your mum and dad. We went to the players' lounge that day. That was was it the tennis ball game when the, all the tennis balls were thrown remember. on the first game. Oh god, I can't remember. Was that, um, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. the Denmark game is 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 one. I'm sure I know. In the end, it didn't lead to automatic qualification, and the playoffs will come whenever they come and stuff. Um, but just tell me about that and, and the goal and and you know, I suppose that has to be your your Ireland career highlight so far. Yeah, of course. Um, because I, as I started the game and it was such a big game. The atmosphere was good. But the fact that I think that we really showed that we are capable of playing some really good football. Um, so I remember after the game thinking, like, wow, we were we were really good in that game. And a lot of people said also that it was probably the best performance for, for quite a while. And it felt like that. We were playing out. We played with confidence. Like, the, like the crowd weren't, like, you know, like, the crowd are not, when you give the ball away, they're not, they're not like you know. Sometimes when you hear the groans and stuff like that, yeah, there was there was none of that. Everything, see, everything just everybody just seemed together on that night. Do you not think like that that night in particular? Everyone just absolutely. Seemed to, no, no matter what, good or bad, we, we're we're still gonna keep going. Um, like and I and it tells you like I know we needed a goal at the end, but there was everybody was still in sat in the seat, weren't they? There was nobody nobody had gone up to beat beat any traffic or get out of there early. Yeah, and of course. 
we didn't know then that that was going to be Mick McCarthy's last match as the manager yeah. and you know it's all happened with the FAI honouring contracts and, and Stephen Kenny has taken over uh, Mick of course signed you for Wolves and, and is someone yeah. I'm sure you, you have a lot of respect for are you disappointed that he won't be the manager for the playoffs and do you think that maybe you know the FAI should have kicked it down the road or are you, do, do you think they, they made the right decision? Well I don't, it's hard to say really because I don't really know the, the, whatever the contract said to be honest Um Look, I obviously know Mick from from my time at Wolves, and um, actually, like, they got me started. I used to travel with the first, um, train with the first team. So he he was the one who initially gave me that exposure to what professional football was really like. Um, and TC and like TC would have, like, he would be doing extras with the first team, but like I would have to be involved in it as players and stuff like that. So I was always kind of privileged to being in that position where I was still learning then. Um, and always improving TCs and the manager obviously t- obviously top coaches and always looking looking for the best always trying to improve youngsters um, and they did that and, and I guess that's why at Wolves not everybody is still at Wolves but a lot of players have, have come up and, and made careers elsewhere um, what was your, what was the rest of your, what was your question there just, about, just ab- about the playoff game against oh, Malaga, yeah, but, and- oh yeah no look I Oh, I don't really know. It's hard for me to really say anything with that much detail. Um, obviously disappointed because I know Mick so well, but I guess I just got to get on with it. That's the decision that was made. Uh, I can't do anything to change that. Of course. Um, I'm sure you've been doing a bit of research into Stephen Kenny, and you know he's he's someone like yourself almost who's had a, a path through, even though yours is quite brief in the League of Ireland, and, and is now going to be involved with his country at senior level as the manager. Uh, what do you know about him, and and have you heard much about maybe you know his style of play, and, and, and that he wants the Ireland team to play a similar style, maybe to what you spoke about in that Denmark game? Yeah, well, um, I know the under twenty ones have been talking town really, haven't they, for the last couple of years and, and some of the performances that they're getting and obviously some of the players they have are seem to be doing quite well um, and I know at club level my dad's spoken very highly about him um, and yeah and I do believe that, that he, he is looking to play a type of football where it's about passing it's about having like courage on the ball being brave um, taking risks and obviously in the right places um, and trying to play have an identity um, so look as a player that's kind of all you need to hear, you kind of hear that and you're like, you can't wait to get into camp again, which will be September now, hopefully. Um, and you kind of just like, yeah, you just want to be, you just want to be involved with it. And um, I guess for a lot of people, it might feel like a fresh start. Is that something as a player who's, you know, an attacking player who wants to play that way? Is that exciting for you with the, the hopes that the team and the style will be like that? Yeah, of course, because if it's like, if, if it's anything like the Denmark game, um, I remember in that Denmark game, I did not want that game to end. I was loving every minute of it. Um, the way we were playing, we were knocking about. If you play like that, um, people's confidence, if you train like that, everyone's, everyone's confidence is going to be up. Um, and that's only going to be a good thing for game day, isn't it? So, um, like, I, I'm, quite, I'm quite positive about what the potential, the potential is with this, this squad. Um, I've said many times before, and I, and I say it even now, with with the right with the right setup, the with the players in the squad, the talent is there. The players are good enough in the squad to have a really good international team and get some great results. Um, and I I still believe that even now. And there's been 
lots of rubbish from certain people saying that, you know, Stephen Kenny won't have disrespect and that respect from the players because he's been a League of Ireland manager, blah, 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 blah. Like, and there's lots of big name players in that squad, Matt. But I'm sure when you do get into camp and, and you do see him work with Keith Andrews and Damien Duff, two excellent assistant coaches, that you yeah. guys will, will be able to put everything on the pitch for him as you have done for Mick and, you know, Martin O'Neill yeah. and Trapattoni and stuff in, in the last couple of years. Well, he's the manager. So if people think that he's not going to have our respect, then they're sadly mistaken. Um, he's the boss at the end of the day. And if you don't, if you don't show him respect, then you won't be around for too long. So um, at the end of the day, we're all professionals. We're all adults. We're like, we'll be grown. We're all grown men. Do you know what I mean? So um, we'll respect, we'll respect him. He'll respect us. Um, I'm sure the, the relationship will be fine. I don't think anybody will be, I think that's a nonsense of a comment from whoever is saying that we won't have the respect just because but we all start, we all started somewhere, didn't we? We all started, like we said earlier, I was in, I was in, in league one, came over when I was 18, like I said, at Belvedere, everybody started, starts somewhere. Um, so I don't know. Is that is that just a comment that's going out in the, in the media? Or? No, it's it, it's actually not the media because a lot of the Irish media, all of us have worked with Stephen Kenny in terms of with Dundalk and through the European games, and you know I think he's going to do fantastic. It was more so around the time when the announcement happened of you know initially a couple of years ago when Steve was taking over from Mick, and now it's happened. You know people, you know the, the usual people sitting in a bar stool and say the League of Ireland is shite, blah 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 blah. That Stephen Kenny is not going to do this or that or the other, and. Um, it's just been it, it's more so kind of just random people on social media who've been saying things to people yeah. who actually know Stephen Kenny and have played for him will will say the total opposite like but I was just interested to kind of to hear your view on it and of course Matt he'll be the manager for the Slovakia playoff game and, and hopefully the, yeah. the playoff final after that uh, you guys I'm sure are, are quite confident that when things do get going even if they are behind closed doors and they are in October or November whenever it is that you can go and make these yeah. Euros in Dublin yeah well because I get the confidence comes from just the last game that we had, um, and the way the way that we played. And when you when you actually look at the look at the players that are in the team, you've got Ennis Stevens is having he's one of the best left, left wing backs in the league at the moment. We've got John mm-hmm. Egan, who I've highly rated for years and years. Shane, Shane Duffy is just everybody knows Shane Duffy is the top centre half. You've got Seamus Coleman. You've got my, myself on the right side. Um, who can play on the right side? Who are pl- playing week in week out? Like the midfielders, you can go through all. I'm not going to go through all eleven now. But yeah. if everybody's playing, everyone's confident, and we can play how in a similar vein of form and manner that we did against Denmark, then yeah, like Denmark are better than Slovakia. I know football doesn't work like that, and if that was the case, then we'd all be better than each other. Um, but the, I think the confidence, I think the confidence will be there, and. Um, I'm obviously, obviously, I'm going, obviously, I'm going to say that, and so, but I genuinely believe that. Matt Doherty, it is time for the ordered away from home quick fire round. Are you ready, sir? I am indeed. Let's go. What is the best thing about being a Premier League footballer, and why? Um, quick fire. So, how long do I have to answer? As long as you want. Um, the best thing of being a Premier League footballer is just the thought in your own head and you're sat at home. You're playing in the Premier League week in, week out. And on the, seriously satisfying. Okay. And on the opposite side, what is the worst bit or the most challenging bit or the bit maybe you don't enjoy? Um, what's not to enjoy? Let me have a think about that. Um, we don't even have that many midweek games, so I can't even say like too many games. Um, what do I not enjoy? Pre-season? Does that count as an answer? 
Yeah, of course it does. Yeah, you don't like preseason because okay. who enjoys preseason? Yeah, so preseason, like like I said to John Ruddy today, I said the, the best time is just mid-season when you're just you're playing games, you train a bit, and you're just going into games. Just condi- you're conditioned for the rest of the season. Do you know what I mean? You don't even have to train that much. You're just ready to go every weekend, and that's the best. That's the best time of the season to be in. What's the fame like, and are you able to bring the kids and the missus for a coffee or for dinner or to go shopping? Or I'm sure in, in the area you live in, in Birmingham, you are fairly recognisable. Who do you think I am? Can I bring the kids for out? No, no, no sorry. I mean, hundreds I mean, of fans outside the door now. No, but I'm sure if you were seen walking down the street by a Wolves fan or Wolves fans, you would yeah, be asked for course, photos yeah. and autographs and stuff. And I'm not saying that's yeah, a bad like, thing, but know, I'm saying... I know, I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just messing with you. I know, like, today I was on the golf course and someone shouted over, do you think the season is going to get finished from another, from another fairway and stuff like that, yeah. Like, I know, I know what you mean. That does, no, it does happen when you go out and stuff like that or if you're going to do some shopping, etc. But what I will say is, since being in the Premier League, it happens a lot more often now. Because I guess everybody watches the Premier League, so everyone's watching Match of the Day and stuff like that, even other uh, fans of other teams. So I guess if you're doing well, you you're, you become a little bit more recognisable. So I'll move to my next one. I'm going to jump up my down my list here. Um, what do you get up to away from being a footballer? And I know you think you're a great golfer. We still haven't played that match that you challenged me to. We will play it. I have been practising kind of. But yeah, you're a uh, you What's, a great, what's a great golfer to you, though? What is a great golfer to you? Uh, I, shoot, I, shoot, I shoot 100. You shoot 100? I shot 79 my, yesterday. Yeah, but my handicap is 28, so I beat you by one, see? Or would I? No, I'd lose. No, yeah, I would. See? What's your handicap? Mm, 10. So well, I, I shot 79 shots on yesterday. You. Okay, so now I'd, I'd lose by three. I'd lose today. by three. Okay, I'd yeah. lose by three on the handicap so I system. An, I had an 80 today. Eight over yesterday, nine over today. And that, and that, was, a bit, that was a bit triple bogey on the card. So my okay. golf game at the moment is in a, is in a great place. So since, since they opened last Wednesday, I've played every day. It wasn't yesterday. It was what day? What day was it yesterday? It was uh, today's Wednesday. So it was mon- yeah, Monday yeah, yeah, yeah. when I had it. So okay. I didn't play yesterday. Monday I shot the seventy nine, and today I had an eighty. But um, I played the last six holes one under or something like that. And actually, I was actually I was playing I was playing Stephen Hunt. Everybody knows who Stephen Hunt is. Yes. Um, and I was actually seven behind with five holes to go and drew the game. I actually missed a seven footer um, to win it for birdie on the last. So um, pretty good comeback. So that was 37 points each draw. Okay. Uh, away from golf, is there anything else you like to do apart from being a footballer? Mm, away from golf. Golf takes up a lot of time. I love going to the cinema, but everybody does. Um, yeah, it's just kind of the usual stuff. Like, I have two kids at home, so it takes a lot of time. It's not like I can just be going out and uh, like I'm doing stuff. I used, to, I used to go play snooker a lot, actually. Me and George Savile, when we were both at Wolves and kind of living on our own, um, like I'm really good friends with him still and um, we used to go to Riley's a lot and play like darts for a bit then go play snooker for a bit which used to actually be really fun at the time so um, I like I like a lot of sports like I like watching cricket and stuff you might not believe I love watching cricket um, so like I'm just into a lot of sports well I might not beat you at golf but I would definitely give you a game at snooker so that's the one um, you mentioned the cinema there so we'll jump to Netflix movies TV what would you recommend for someone to watch that maybe they might not know about or that you like well I've just finished um, The Last Dance which I'm sure everybody has don't uh, ruin I'm only you? two episodes in two episodes in wow what have you been doing I had to finish Money Heist 
That is the worst program ever. Okay, well, I'll send you all the clips from my last eight podcasts and every single person has recommended Money Heist. So there you go. You know what it is? I can't take it serious when they're talking and their lips and the words and the sound are not matching up. I watched it, I watched it that way because I, I don't like reading subtitles. If I'm on WhatsApp or on Snapchat or something, I can't. No, how can you take it serious? The acting is shocking. You can't watch it. Um, okay, well, it's very good. So, I've finished the last dance. Scandal. I've not finished. I'm watching a lot of Scandal. I've watched Last Dance. Scandal's not on Netflix, but it's on... I could be watching. I have it all on DVD. Um, obviously, I've watched all of Homeland. I'm trying to think of a movie someone can watch. Have they watched Mystic River was on Netflix for a bit. Um, I was having this conversation with, Gar, you know, Gar from, from the FBI, the from media. You know, yes, Gar, Gar Murray. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so we were we were talking just about movies and stuff, movies that we've seen. So I've seen a lot, I've seen a lot of movies. I used to collect DVDs when I was a little bit younger, and then I grew up and stuff <laughs> buying them. Um, so yeah, like I've seen, I've seen a lot. You can now almost name anything, and I've probably seen it. Okay, now we said forty-five minutes. We're nearly at an hour, so we'll quicken up because I think you check your watch there, did you? I uh, checked my watch No, because this Siri on it, because it's an Apple Watch, the Siri on it just. Popped on it for some reason. Okay. I don't know why. Right, you can give me one word answers here. Who is the best player you've ever played against? Against? As yeah. in one on one or on the same pitch as? No, just on the same pitch as. <laughs> best player I've ever played against on the same pitch as. Mm, who's the best player in the Premier League, in your opinion? Now? Oh, uh, I love David Silva. I love David Silva. I think David Silva is unbelievable. No, it's difficult because I played it. I played against all of them and like Pogba and stuff like that. So, did you play Ronaldo? Like Man- no, we beat in Man City twice this season. So, you, like, come on, Liverpool! Um, come on, Liverpool! Uh, just because I, every time we we don't play against them and we I watch him, he's like out of this world. Is crossing and passing is just scary. And um, probably Kevin De Bruyne, but like it's. You could just you could just pick put a hand in a bag of like 10, 15 players and, and pick it out and like like Leroy Sané gave me a lot of trouble when I when I played against him so um, it's just one of many. Okay, apart from Nuno, your manager at Wolves, who's the best manager in the Premier League? You better um, say Klopp. The best manager in the Premier League probably Pep Guardiola. Yeah, for sure. Um, like Klopp's obviously great and. Everybody wants to play for both, but there's just something about Pep over the last few years. You just you just feel like you want to. You'd love to experience what it's like training sessions. You just feel like there'd be so much detail um, to just experience what it would be like in them technical sessions and stuff like that. And the fact he was at Barca and he had the greatest player of all time, so um, that would be that would be nice. Yes, Messi is the greatest player of all time. <laughs> you knew what I was gonna say because I like Ronaldo. But Messi, Messi, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, we, we haven't got time for this debate. Um, the best stadium that you've played in or your favourite stadium away from Molyneux? Um, in Premier League? Yeah, well, yeah, you can't pick TV because you already said that. So, yeah, Premier League. Um, well, obviously, I'm an Arsenal fan, so that's nice. The best stadium I've played in. Tottenham, I guess. Mm, amazing, yeah. Although I, I did score and, and get an assist, but who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you miss if anything about Ireland because I know you're very settled in England now but do you miss you can say family uh, yeah, I, 
yeah, I do. This is what I miss about this is what I miss about Ireland. Family and friends apart, I miss delis and chocolate milk. You can get chocolate milk and delis in England. No, you can't go to a shop here and ask for a chicken fillet roll. <laughs> really? Not, you know, you know, I'm, you know the type of deli I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, there's not. They don't have delis in shops like that. Okay, and uh, surely chocolate milk, Yamu or Yazoo, no, or like the, the Muju. You can't get that yes. here. Okay, get your dad or your yeah, mum to so send them over. And I'm and I and I miss playing. I miss going with my brother and my friends to Balheri, the par three in Swords, best par three course on the planet. Very nice. Okay, uh, last three. If you weren't a footballer, what would you be and why? And don't say a golfer. I'll be working. I'll be working with my dad and Aqua Drive. Probably still, uh, hopefully, taking over the reins. And, you might uh, still do that. You might still do that. And um, and. Because I really, this was my only option. This was my only option because I had left school early, so it was kind of this or, or this or that. So fortunately, it's it's worked out to be this. But I would have been, I would have been with him and uh, applying my trade doing that probably. What's your best skill away from football? Skill. Mm hmm. My sense of direction. Oh, okay. So. You don't need your Google Maps to get around England or get around anywhere else? I just need to go to a place once and then uh, okay, nice. no matter what, I can get there again. Okay, you're on death row. You're about to be executed for crimes against football. And you, yeah. have, you, you can choose your last meal. You can choose uh, a starter, a main course, a dessert and a drink. Okay. My starter will be... Starter will be scallops. Oh, awful. Okay. My main will be. Oh, this is this is not too tough. Will be my girlfriend's lasagna and chips. Ah, uh, she's probably looking at you now, is she, with the lasagna ready? No, no, she's not listening, and she'll never hear this. So it's not like I'm trying to get brownie points or anything. Okay. Um, but um, is that the type of answer you were looking for? Were you yes, looking for, yes. Like, no, that's fine. Totally fine. So you're on the um, dessert now. My, yeah, my dessert would be... Um, wow, where do you even start with a dessert? There's literally so many you can choose. There's a restaurant in Hogwarts. you know what my dessert would be? Go on. No, no, no. My dessert would be a bag... Yeah. And I have the, all the pick and mix to choose from. Great. That's a great answer. Yes. In, and could I you like your cinema? Fill it oh, up yeah. As, I can fill it up as much as I want. And my drink would probably be... Like... Um, oh, milk. Yeah, good. that's a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say the Brass Monkey and Hope does unbelievable sticky toffee pudding. That would be mine. Um, yeah, I know, but them sweets you can have for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, last question. Uh, any superstitions? Like I've said that I've never had superstitions, yeah. But, like, I don't know if the team knows this, but whenever we warm up, everybody's always in the same position. Without, every, without like, 
everyone just walks to that same position when we're running behind each other, when we're doing the, our, all our drills. Everybody's in the same position, I think, in the tunnel. But this is, like, we've never had a chat of, oh, you're in my, like, can you move or, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think just subconsciously, we all, like, all go past, like, somebody, like, just say, because I think Bolly is behind me, so just say Bolly's here, and he's, just say he's up, and the keeper's right in front of him. I'm, like, walking out, and without even saying anything, I'm, like, squeezing in front of him. <laughs> but, like, it's just, it's just, I, and we're not, like, like I said, we haven't had to chat about it, so I think it's just over the, over the, course of like a month or so people must have just kind of worked out okay he likes in their own heads he normally goes there and they've everyone's kind of just found themselves in a, in a fixed position but like i don't put like one sock on over another or anything like that and you always wear gloves and underarmers and hats and snoods and all sorts in the middle of summer which is a bit bizarre but you're just a no, cold I, I don't, but like if it if it's cold i'm wearing gloves mm-hmm. it's cold i know people seem to have a problem with that no, absolutely not. I'm only no, no, I'm not saying you, but I'm saying people actually do seem to have a problem with that. Like they always think, oh, well, he's got gloves on. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You play football with your feet, so um, yeah. Let's just push that one off. Before we say goodbye, is there anything good I haven't asked you that you want to tell us or talk about or anything like that? Mm, I don't. I don't play. I don't play PlayStation. I don't know if that's good. No, I don't, I don't play PlayStation either. Yeah, yeah. I don't okay. have any. I don't have any. I, like I. I have a PlayStation. I actually, I actually kind of fibbed a little bit. Like I, at the start of lockdown, I um, have Crash Bandicoot. It's kind of the only game I play. Oh, and, what a cracker! Uh, and I completed it, and I just deleted it and tried to start again. But I couldn't even get, I couldn't even get into it really. So like, it's half complete now, and I've kind of just bombed it off. But that's kind of what else? Let me think about that. What else? No, you've not asked any of the. They're not asked any stupid questions, really, or any dumb questions. I'll take that as a compliment. There was one, actually, on, on the spot on the Wolves website. Uh, it was about an unpopular opinion. Can you remember what that one was? Or did, you, did they just make it up on your behalf? No, what was it? Uh, was I, it hate alco- I, I, I hate alcohol. I can drink the odd time, but I don't really enjoy it. Yeah, I don't like alcohol at all. I can, like, if I go out, I can drink. Like, I can mix a vodka and orange juice or something, but, like, I, you'll never catch me at home drinking like having a beer with my dinner or anything like that away um i don't even think we have any beer in the house or anything. i could just don't drink beer at all um, okay and you spoke about your speciality meal veggie burger carbonara sauce no meat mushrooms cheese eggs yeah but that wouldn't be the one i'd have on death row though mm-hmm. that's the of course your your girlfriend has uh jumped yeah, that the one and the uh but I must add the on the lasagna, like I did say chips, but the chips can stay and just a bit of garlic bread also. Nice, lovely. Right, Matt, we're finishing now. Uh, 10 years time, you've retired a couple of years. You're 38, if you have retired by then. Where will you yeah. be? What will you be doing? Definitely, will you be back in I Ireland? definitely will be retired by then. Okay. Will you be back in Ireland? Will you be just playing golf? Will you try and do something after football? Or I'm sure, without meaning to be rude, you'll have made enough money not to have to do anything if you don't want to. But do you have plans yeah. right at the moment? Right now, like no, like like um, I will not be back in Ireland. Oh, probably be staying here because I have the kids here and they'll be at an age where they'll be in school and stuff. And there's just I'll probably I'll just stay here I reckon. Um, and obviously I'll be playing golf. Obviously, hopefully, be single handicapper by then, like way single. Um, um, what else was there? I was gonna say there was something else. Uh, yeah, I like 
I actually would like to be going to management. I know people might not think it now, and, and I could be one of them players where people think, wow, I never thought he would end up a manager. You know, like when people say that about someone because he was a bit like not that vocal in change rooms and just kind of... Um, but it is something that would interest me, but maybe a little bit further down the line, I wouldn't rule that at all. Okay, not, well, not like Matt Darcy. Not necessarily a coach, like a manager. The main yes, of course. The, the gaffer. Like, get, re- get ready to come Su- on. You're coming on. You're coming off. Suit or tracksuit? Um, depending on, like, if it was, if you were at Chelsea and you had, like, the nice Nike gear, then you'd probably wear, like, just a tracksuit and stuff like that. But it depends where you are. If the, if the tracksuit and that was nice, then fine. Um, but, like, if I was a Premier League manager, a top Premier League manager, I might wear a suit. Depending on my shape at the time, I'll be retired, remember. <laughs> um, Matt Doherty, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed chatting to you. Was that bad? I've been chasing you for weeks and weeks and weeks. You eventually no, said No, it yes. wasn't that bad, but I was, just, I was just concerned about the Wi-Fi, and obviously you can see why I was concerned about it. Um, so, And I just didn't think the quality was going to be that good just because of how poor it is and stuff. But if, if you've got it in, the, then, that's, then that's good. If it, if it works, yeah, then, then obviously I was happy to do it to give... To help you out, no problem at all. I've known you for how Thank many you, years? Yeah. Many anyway, 15 years at least. Yeah, I would say 97% of, of this we could hear you perfectly and we can see it's a tiny bit blurry. So if people want to watch it or listen to it, if you are watching it, well, you'll be at the end, so it's pointless. But at the start, I might say, listen, if you want to listen to it, the quality might be better than watching it. But listen, uh, that has been fantastic. Thank you, sir. Enjoy your evening. Best of luck for the rest no of the problem. season when it gets going again. And we'll see you hopefully in the Green of Ireland again soon. Uh, scoring a few goals for Stephen Kenny and shooting Ireland to the Euros. Matt, thanks yeah. a million. Thank you.